Welcome to Juicing Bananas, the food podcast where we review the latest and greatest meal kit delivery services. We buy it, make it, eat it, and talk about it here. I'm Megan Ortega. And I'm Aubrey Stark. How are you, Aubrey? Oh boy, I am, I'm all sorts of everything today. Are you? Yeah. Sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not good. Well... I should probably elaborate on all sorts of everything. Yeah. Uh, that people don't understand what that is. Oh, no. I think it was very clear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a little case of the rumblies. Oh, the rumbly tummies. <laughs> the rumble tumble. Uh, had made the mistake of having a jalapeno bagel mm, earlier. That sounds great. Oh, it was such a glorious did mistake. Did you have cream cheese? I did. Oh. We have cream cheese? We had like a little bit. and uh, You didn't eat that cream cheese with the mold on it, did you? <laughs> no. Did you scrape the top off of it? The top oh, off. no. I have oh, fully indoctrinated you to be a total garbage guy. Oh, it's so bad. Man, that's what five years of living with Megan will do to you. Do you remember? <laughs> I don't like myself as much. Oh, no. I'm a bad influence on no, you. No, you're a bad cheese influence. I am a bad cheese influence. I, I used to have standards. You did. Cheese. You legitimately used to throw yogurt away if it had been out of the refrigerator too long. Oh, my God. I have. We have to talk about this. So, before we get into anything today, let's talk about the uh, ranch shiracha sauce that's in the fridge right now. Okay, in my defense, my mom gave that to us. Okay. I I thought that that might have been the case. I'm off the hook. But Thanks um, for taking the fall, Mom. So, uh, this... Trader Joe's brand, uh, ranch. We're just going to throw all the companies under the bus on this podcast. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Trader Joe's brand, ranch, sriracha mix. Yes. I love TJ's. The salad dressing is terrible. Yeah. It's (laughs) terrible. Yeah. I I thought that it was going to be like a ranch, like a cool ranch, like, mmm. Oh, yeah. Like a Hidden Valley mixed with sriracha. I'm just dropping all the company names. Yes. uh, Love you, Hidden Valley. But instead, it tastes like Miracle Whip. It's terrible. With sriracha. And vinegar. Yeah. Well, I think I understand that because, oh, and I need to say, please do not eat it. Don't eat it anymore. Why not? What'd you do to it? <laughs> because I looked at the date. Guess what the date is on that thing. Oh, no. Maybe this is why it's horrible. Trader Joe's is off the hook. 2016? How did you guess that? Because it's from my mom's house. Oh, it's God. really actually from my mom's house. Cindy, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> we, we you need to rotate your food. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you and got it also, like we appreciate frozen you solid, so much. right? Yes, we love you. No, I froze it. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. no, she had had it I on the like cover. It. She'd had it on the shelf. And then I got it. And legitimately, most of these foods are fine. I think that's why I have the rumblies. It's four years past a day. Oh, no. It's probably fine. I I don't... Okay, so it's good. This is good for our (laughs) listeners to just understand this total paradigm 
difference between us. Oh, boy. Because, see, you still have standards. They're in there somewhere, and I have none. <laughs> I legitimately bring no food standards no, no, no. to the table. One day after that expiration, I know that it's it's like a, it's almost made up oh, number. Yeah, yeah. In, in it's like an of, arbitrary guess. Yeah, but... I strictly adhere to that. No. And so when I look down and I see 2016, yeah, it's, uh, I'm What's the year this year, Aubrey? Scared. It is 2020, folks. Yeah. Let's see, where were we in, (laughs) yeah, where were we in 2016? It's so 2020 that that's all we need to say. We hadn't bought this house yet. No. Oh, we should cut that out. Why? I don't know. Kind of alien. It sounds hoity-toity. Oh, uh, no one can afford. We hadn't it. moved to France yet. Oh boy. We hadn't even gotten our French bulldogs. I've never been to Europe, folks. I mean, neither have I. And just so you know, we're not hoity-toity. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this intro has taught you nothing. Just that's the takeaway. We just can't stand it. Wait, did you do the intro yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. You mean this intro? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I've i totally lost track. Yeah. We're going to cut all this out. We're on track. Okay. Um, let's see. Do you want to get on track? I would love to. What else did you put on your bagel? Uh... Well, yeah, blow (laughs) directly into the mic. That's how you do it. Uh, You had decades-old cream cheese. You had bagels from April. This makes it sound like like a popper or (laughs) like a dumpster diver. I I did. Oh boy! (laughs) Stop shaking your head. Oh, might be, might be. (laughs) <laughs> Babe, you just need to stop looking at the expiration dates. I'm I, I'm speechless right now. <laughs> Actually, okay, going back to how I am, <laughs> I'm discombobulated. I'm rumbly tumbly. My energy is uh, okay on a level on a scale of zero to ten, like. Zero being uh, the cat and a 10 being like a five-year-old that has drinking a dozen cane sugar pops. So the dog. (laughs) On a scale of cat to dog, I am like, I am iguana. You're like... (laughs) Squarely under the cat I, by three yeah. by three. Oh yeah, I'm points. I'm on the I'm on a on one of the I never owned a reptile, but you're like, like a, a negative energy, a heat rock or like a heat lamp. You're just doing amphibian. everything you can to boost your boost your energy. Yeah, levels. so we're not we're not gonna publish this. Whatever. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about today? Well. We're talking about HelloFresh, mm-hmm. and basically, so meal kit delivery services. Who knew there were so many? Yeah, I guess all, we we should like, explain what a meal kit delivery service is because yeah. I just kind of jumped in there randomly. And let's spend ten minutes talking about this because <laughs> there are okay. so many companies. 
Tell me more. Well, <laughs> like, I'm, well, I'm literally worried that they're going to go out of business before we have a chance to eat their meals. <laughs> the, most of the ones that haven't been like advertised to the nines on every podcast that you've listened to. Right. But Yeah, you probably know yeah. of at least three meal kit delivery services. Yeah, who do we got? The big... The big Oh, the big, the the whales. big flail players here <laughs> flails. are the big whale players are HelloFresh. Uh-huh. You've heard them on your favorite podcast. Definitely. Blue Apron, mm-hmm. which I believe predates HelloFresh here in the United States. I have no idea. At least I think it predates HelloFresh right podcast advertising space. Oh yeah, I definitely heard I about it first. Blue Apron first. Yeah. And Plated, I think is a well-known name and Sunbasket might be right up there. Those are the types Plated and Sunbasket are the type that I think you see ads more on Facebook, oh. maybe Instagram, probably Pinterest, that type of platform. You don't hear those ones on the podcast platforms it's, much. It's hilarious. I'm really coming into this with absolutely no knowledge except for like the HelloFresh meals that we've gotten and purple carrot that we've gotten but the two names that you just said I have never heard of them really you've never heard of yeah they don't show up in my well and I'm not on Facebook that much I deleted my account so yeah if you're looking us up on Facebook I think we got a juicing bananas page right we do oh good nothing's on it but you can go to it go to it (laughs) yeah do we have wait you mean a Facebook page yeah. You made us one, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> we will have one by the yeah. end of today. So, yes, it's up. Go Listeners, we'll get our shit together. Go to it. Don't worry. Yeah. Wait, are we if are we, we going explicit? If don't have an account, you should email us at juicingbananas.com. Uh, uh, juicingbananas <laughs> at gmail.com because then we'll know and we can join your favorite platform. So... Juicingbananas at gmail.com. Yes, that's yeah. how you email us. Yes. You have to have the at gmail in there or else it won't do anything. <laughs> yeah, dot com does it does it go there. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> it goes somewhere else that doesn't exist. Oh, we're gonna get so many comments just about this. Okay. Should we move on? Gloss yeah. over this. Don't email us. Don't email us. Actually do email us. But do if you have something good to say. Uh yeah. Or not. <laughs> Okay. Do you? So what we're talking about today is HelloFresh. And let me just give you a little bit of the lowdown on the company. Okay. HelloFresh is owned by parent company Rocket Internet. The CEO of HelloFresh is Dominic Richter. And this company was started in (laughs) Berlin, Germany. You're saying that like he is an evil character in like a James Bond movie. Well, all of the evil characters are Russian. Oh, right. This one's German. They're all CEOs. Is he Russian? I think he's German. German. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> he might be American. Oh boy, for all we're, I know. we're already. I, I don't think we'll ever get a HelloFresh endorsement. I'm not sure it matters. <laughs> Let's just go with this. I'm not okay. sure it matters what Dominic is. Sure. Dominic. Tell me about Dominic. Dominic. He's German. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Dominic Richter and 
he is the CEO and one of the co-founders. Unfortunately, being a co-founder of HelloFresh is a really loose term and widely given to sort of whoever wants the title because it was given to many, many employees at the beginning of the company, even up until several years into their development when they were branching out into new markets. So starting in Germany in 2011, they didn't branch out into the United States until 2012 and really heavily until 2013. And people who were on their team branching out into the United States were also included co-founders in the company. Oh, weird. So That's the title of co-founder is used very loosely. Although yeah. Dominic was around since the beginning. It's like when you go to a party and you meet the people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm the president of um, Parker. I, I don't know, made-up name. Um, and it turns out that there are only two of them. And yeah. so, yeah, of course, he's the president like and, and co-founder. Yeah. Yeah, like we're... Just like us. We are co-founders. Only we don't also, go to parties. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I go to those parties. You know, the I parties that you go to during COVID. Don't yeah. go outside, folks. I just recently <laughs> met Cat uh, Caster, who's the co-founder and president. Say that again. <laughs> what? A, Never a, mind. A Cat Caster? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I'm intrigued, and you're just gonna leave it hanging. Oh no, there's, oh, no, come on. there's nothing there. <laughs> I think there's a whole lot there, but Catcaster is what is catcasting? Catsu podcast. <laughs> Let's get on to Dominic. Okay, <laughs> what's yeah. Dominic up so, to? Dominic. Um. So. I don't really have much more on Dominic. <laughs> oh, well, let's not get into Dominic. Let's not then. get into that. Let's move but on. Basically, HelloFresh right now is growing massively because of COVID. Um, it turns out that 2019 turns out. was the first year that they had a profitable year in the United States. 2019. 2019. I cannot believe that because more... I thought that they were a multi-million dollar company. You sound offended, and I think it's I like, am a little offended. <laughs> Maybe Excuse in me? the billions, actually. Oh. And 2019 was the first time they saw so profits? In 2019, they were valued at $2.18 <laughs> Sounds like somebody's taking advantage of a couple tax loopholes. Well, they're also a very international company. They operate in lots of different in lots of different countries. They're let's see. In 2016, they were shipping 7.2 million meals a month to nine different countries and three different continents. Wow, I had so no idea that they were that considerate. like massive. Not considerate. They're a multinational pretty corporation. Considerable. Oh yeah. Yeah, what what's their parent company? Rocket.com? Rocket Internet. Rocket Internet. And Rocket Internet is basically their company is taking internet-based platforms and reproducing them and selling them to other countries. So Facebook, Instagram, HelloFresh was actually based on a software, an internet software. Is that the word for it? I don't know that was being used in Sweden 
that was delivering meals locally, and the owner of Rocket Internet found this company in Sweden, reproduced it, and then founded HelloFresh based on the same principles that were being used. So, oh, so that's so weird. That's just like platforms that are already being used, reproducing them and then selling them internationally. Yeah, it makes total sense. And I, I I'm surprised that I've never like even thought about that. But Yeah, much less done it yourself. Like this <laughs> well, seems like kind of a no brainer. Well, like every time you go into Netflix, there's that weird like column where it's it's like second-hand versions of the blockbusters like instead of transformers it's transmorph transmorphers right and it's just a like a shot for shot cheap remake to yeah yeah sell some that's sell some stuff exactly what it is i think i don't know anything about the movie industry or the internet <laughs> but that it sounds like that's yeah, exactly what it is exactly that they're taking a platform just like facebook and they're reproducing it yeah. For use in they, other countries where it's not where Facebook itself is not licensed. Uh-huh. And so I was just gonna say, like, they must have like the most robust um office full of patent and licensing attorneys. Right. Like yeah. That just sounds like a nightmare. But I I don't know. I don't know. I'm also not a not a billionaire, so Right. Yeah. Me neither. Plan to be. In the news recently, on July 2nd, so just a few days ago, um, HelloFresh is joining a pilot program in New York to help tackle food insecurity. And basically, they've teamed up with the city and the Campaign Against Hunger to deliver 4,000 meal kits a week to veterans in the New York area. Wow. Um, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So the, Way to go, HelloFresh. Yeah, that's a really cool thing that they're doing. Also, yeah. BTW, we are not getting paid for this. Oh, content. yeah. So just like all this information about HelloFresh is just, this is what's going on with them right now. Yeah, this and is just backstory and um, yeah, and very interesting. But They're doing know. good things and they have some weird history. Yeah, okay. Not a big deal. Yeah. Also, nobody's going to listen to this one. <laughs> no one's going to listen to this anyway. We'll cut this out. Okay, so the Campaign Against Hunger is this group in New York, and they've experienced a 1,000% increase in food demand since the beginning of co- the COVID pandemic. So before the pandemic, they were serving, uh, I'm sorry, 250 families a week, approximately. That was their mm-hmm. average. Now, they're serving 15,000. Wow. 250 a week to 15,000 families a week. That's not people. That's families. That is some serious expansion. And bravo for them for, yeah, just having having that already going pre-COVID. Definitely. It's just like, yeah, that's really amazing. Yeah. And And stepping up and being able to, like, they must have some really flexible people working with them to be able to expand – a thousand percent in three months. Yeah. To like fill that void and meet that need. So the 4,000 meal kits per week is definitely like a portion of the 15,000 families a week mm-hmm. that they're working with. Um, so that's, I mean, it's definitely like a percentage. That's sure. It's like a visible part of the pie chart. 
<laughs> yeah, so we're not talking point zero zero five here. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. I know how percentages work. Yeah, there we go. So, <laughs> HelloFresh, when they first started out, especially in the United States, it sounds like they really had some, like, I'm not going to say growing pains because it doesn't sound like it was painful at all. It sounds more like a, that party Aubrey was talking about earlier because there were drugs and women's clothing found in the office in the morning when people get to work. They would find women's undergarments in the office. Oh, my gosh. Um, or uh. warehouse. I'm not really sure. That part wasn't super clear. Um, <laughs> no. So that part was kind of fun. It, it kind of goes downhill from there. They had really bad wages. Uh, their turnover rate was extraordinarily high. The health inspector was called at least once. Um, the bathrooms, it sounds like there was like drug paraphernalia and stuff like that in the Wait, bathrooms. Wait, th this was back when? This was in 2012, 13. Okay. So this was back yeah. when they first entered the United States market. And this is like origin story here, folks, not 2020. Like well, yeah, we're way past I, that. I should hope so, that you would have told me about this backstory before we ate before the meal we today. Ate their meal. Yeah. So the other thing, and this is especially in light of what's going on right now, this is just interesting. But again, this was a long time ago. Um, but there were threats, racial threats against um, black members of their team and mm. death threats um, to cow. the point on it was on Facebook. It was a photo of one of their employees, white employees holding a Beretta, which is a handgun and saying some nasty racist things. Not a beret. Threat. We're talking, we're <laughs> right. talking Beretta. Beretta. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But I think you can still kill people with a beret. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely. <laughs> fashion wise. I mean, fashion wise. Mm -hmm. Fainting women. <laughs> <sighs> Taking their undergarments off and leaving exactly. them in the office. That was probably the problem. Yeah. There were too many men in berets. <laughs> many berets <laughs> are berets a thing in germany did that catch on i'm pretty sure the germans and the french aren't like oh no small mustaches cuddling. and berets mm. no that sounds like a french thing that's a french thing yeah, i don't think that's a german that's thing. not german anyway it was a beretta beretta the cops said that it was a beretta because they ended up going to the office and getting the gun out of the employee's locker at work so you know wow not cool and stuff um, but since then, this company has pulled themselves up by their bootstraps, um, stepping on whoever they need to, <laughs> stepping on whoever they need to, to get where they are. And now they're worth $2.18 billion. Wow. This company is more recently, uh, as of, I think two weeks ago, breaking into the Denmark market. Denmark it. Denmark it. Mm -hmm. And they're, uh, they're going to be facing a challenge there because Denmark already has two well-established native companies that have been operating in that area, in that market, for like seven years, I think, was what uh. they said. So about as long as HelloFresh has been operating here in the States and in Germany, they're companies have been operating in Denmark. So HelloFresh is entering that market with a lot of confidence. 
Yeah, it sounds like a Walmart's seen. like yeah trudging into the totally. small town, and exactly what mom and pop like. need to board up the windows, right, or brace themselves. So HelloFresh claims to have a state-of-the-art food processing and delivery software that they're able, or I think they said technology, that their technology in terms of like managing the food that's coming in and going out and where it's going and all of those kinds of things. Is they're like the really Uber of, of food. Art. Oh yeah, like, Uber is one like of their that... main competitors. Because oh, Uber because they're a data locally. company, like a logistics and data company, even more mm. than they are food. Like, well, they're both. Uh, th- that's just a huge it's, component of it. It's both because Uber now is not in the business of driving people around. Uber drives food now. Oh. Because ever since COVID hit, people aren't going anywhere and people don't want to get in a car with other people. And so right. they're not calling Uber for rides. Okay. I'm so Uber. sheltered right now because I, I haven't been out in so long or apparently read the news <laughs> because like, you haven't been writing, uh, I, reading Business Insider. I did not know that Uber like wasn't a thing anymore. No, I mean, Uber is a thing. And in fact, Uber okay. just bought Postmates so that they can continue to increase their capacity for delivering food. Okay. Because their food delivery side is booming. And Uber Eats is the side that delivers food. You go to the Uber Eats side. Yeah, yeah. Or the site to order food. And they're one of HelloFresh, Blue Apron. They're one of their main competitors. Oh, okay. They're in their top ten on every single list I've seen. I really need to move back into the city. Mm, Being out in the country. Well, I don't know. I feel like if we were in Seattle downtown, I would have known more about Uber, but that's not the reason to move to the city. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I think that that's the same reason people have babies. They're like, if only we had a baby, (laughs) we would know more about babies. Mm. Anyway, if we did live (laughs) in Seattle. We'd know more about baby shoes. (laughs) Right, than than we do now. So let's have one. Sure. Okay, so if we did live in Seattle, some of our options would be for food delivery that we do not have here are mm-hmm. Drizzly, Grubhub, DoorDash, Food to Eat, Postmates, Delivery.com, Caviar, and Seamless. And that that's none of the ones that you've even heard of. Well, Grubhub maybe. Grubhub. But there are all kinds of these food delivery services that are basically like an Uber Eats that deliver food. And those are the main competitors of HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. So they're not really what we're talking about here on our podcast, except for that we're talking about them here on our podcast. <laughs> but but they are the main competitors, it sounds like. Okay. So, um, yeah. Do you have any other questions about HelloFresh? Oh, boy. I think I am filled to the brim yeah, with HelloFresh facts. Some info. We should, uh, yeah, let's go back and edit HelloFresh facts Definitely. into the top of the episode. Definitely. Um, yeah, if that's all you have for backstory, all that's you all. have. That's all. That's it. <laughs> all Sorry of that is you. the backstory. And let's kind of get into, um, let's get into HelloFresh, the user experience. The meat and potatoes. Oh, boy. Get out of this closet. That wasn't even planned. Okay. Ready to talk about HelloFresh? 
Yeah. Uh, so we ordered our the this last box on what was it Friday or Thursday? Oh, I don't know. Of last it week? Was, no, I think it was earlier than that, but it was sometime last week. Yeah, it was later last week, and we just got the box today. It's Monday um, this afternoon, so the delivery time was just as advertised. And um, under a week, yeah. which is not true for all companies. Mm-hmm. It is possible to sign up for a subscription and have them say, okay, your box will be there at the end of the month. Right. Yeah, so. this is a great option if you're looking for something right away. Right now that, yeah, you need to mm-hmm. have a meal kit for whatever reason. Um, yeah, this time that we ordered, I... I was having a lot of fun doing it because I feel like recently we'd been eating so much like veggie and vegan options mm. that we like branched out this time and went for the proteins and oh, definitely. like the rich looking foods just to have a different, sure. I don't know, different first episode. Yeah. And um, we definitely ordered some like gluten options that i haven't been doing normally yeah so we'll see how those go because usually you're gluten-free normally i am i am not gluten-free um i i support all the vegan ethics and Mm -hmm. i'm a terrible vegan Mm -hmm. if i can even say that at all well i mean i mean you're not a vegan so you can't (laughs) say So I just naturally, then you are terrible oh. at being a vegan oh, when, no. you're, when you're not one, right? Yeah. But. I'm a liar and a vegan. <laughs> but also you are like still an ethical eater, I think, like still being mindful about the choices that we make. Yeah. Yeah, so I've definitely in the last like five year, five to ten years, just like really reduced the amount of protein. And mm-hmm. I mean, part of that is because now in in our mid thirties is just a lot different than eating when you're young twenties. So right, yeah, yeah. I know that for me, some of my choices to actually not go vegan were because I was having issues with being. Um, anemic oh right and so when I wouldn't eat meat I would go on like I think week two and I would get anemic mm-hmm. um we're gonna get so many even. emails of oh, people yeah. like no, I don't even you know what you like, need to do so if you have advice <laughs> for me you can send it to juicing bananas at shove it up your ass <laughs> Dot com. com. Okay. Yeah. I completely support your behavior (laughs) and the the things that you choose to do for your own health and your own body because both of us have had experiences where doctors tell us that we don't know what's going on with our bodies and we know that like you being mindful about your own body are like you're the only one who knows what's going on with you. So just, you know. I couldn't agree more. Like if everyone's wanna, got their own their own thing if happening. You and send me free products, fine. Yes. But if Love you it. I just have advice or mean things to say to me about what I'm doing, then <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You're out of here. You're out of here. Um so going back, 
Right. Ordering was a lot of fun. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, yeah, it was um, yeah, just scrolling through a bunch of the bunch of the different options. I hadn't been on the site in a while mm-hmm. uh, because we had been doing Purple Carrot more recently. And before that, not really much at all. Maybe uh, like sporadic. Sure. Sporadically, we'd order home delivery kits. But, right. Um, that sounds right. Yeah, do you have the meals that we picked out? I don't have all the meals, but we picked out the, what was the one from today? The teriyaki pork luau bowls. Yes. With kiwi salsa and lime crema. And some of the other meals we ordered were the Louisiana style. Oh, it was like Louisiana style tilapia. Oh, tilapia. And then the other one was a penne pasta bake. <laughs> it was like... Penne bake. Um, parmesan, penne parmesan type. Italia. Yeah. <laughs> it looked good. Yeah. With zucchini and it had like some it, mozzarella it looked like, that was It looks super savory. Top. Yeah. Um, and that's the one that I'm thinking like that's going to be like a whole belly full of gluten yeah that's yeah. my not normal thing but I'm super looking forward we'll to it we'll just have a few bites um, yeah so we got the package today uh, let's talk about a little bit about the packaging itself because Definitely. I think that that is like it's a it's a huge point in the home meal kit delivery Definitely. like genre Yeah. is you know waste production and and just, yeah, waste production. Right. I think that it probably used to vary a lot between companies, which companies had really recyclable green options and which were a little harder. And I think that probably the consumers really made a big difference in that because that seems to be a big point of consumer feedback for these companies mm-hmm. is how much garbage they have to deal with how much recycling they have to deal with what the breakdown on these boxes is like because the boxes are coming and they have to sit on your porch for sometimes eight hours before you might get home and get that stuff out and put it in the fridge so they definitely come like packed on ice and yeah you're they definitely have to balance the fact that um being mindful of uh producing waste is just not in vogue right now right uh Generally, with the, you know. This is not about style, <coughs> folks. No. Go green or go dead. So our big green box uh, landed on the porch. Um, it was out there for a couple hours before we got home. Took it inside, opening it up. Um, right on top, we got the recipe cards. Uh, and... Probably three or four promo cards. Um, At least three or four. For yeah, for different products, there was like a Kinder chocolate bar mm-hmm. thrown in there with a Kinder chocolate uh, coupon. It wasn't for... a coupon. It was a chance to win one out of five hundred dollar gift cards. Ding. Uh, we've never gotten a little gift before because we have ordered HelloFresh before, months ago. 
but we've never gotten a gift before. I've heard that people get gifts, but we've never gotten one. And so I was sort of wondering, like, what's wrong with us? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily what's we got one, so us? now I feel great and, like, I'm glowing from the inside. Yeah, and I figured that that was because we've been taking advantage of, like, all the promos every time they send That's something out point. we're like yeah. uh yeah we've like never paid full price for yeah if the promo box. is good enough that's yeah. when we get the meal kit delivery um right and we'll have to talk about price points some other time when right did i mention at the top with my company intro that HelloFresh offers their meals starting at 750 per meal or 749 whatever they start there. That's the cheapest you can get. Yeah. So part of, and actually, um, because this is part of the ordering, um, let's just talk about this right now. That HelloFresh, when you go into order, their meals start at seven fifty per meal. So when you're ordering, the only way to order, there is no option to order for one. You can order for two people or for four people. Mm-hmm. And you can order three meals a week, four meals a week, five meals a week. I think those are the options. And then if you order three meals a week, you can add two additional meals <clears throat> if you want, just on yeah. any any given week, and you pay extra. Now, when you order, all of the meals are seven fifty, and then there are some meals that are listed as gourmet, where underneath the meal description it has a little add five dollars. And so then those meals are, you know, $5 more per meal. And when I say meal, I'm not talking about the family eating for $7.50. That's per person per meal. Did we get any of the gourmet options this we time? We didn't. Okay. No, we will in the future be doing gourmet options for all of the companies because everybody that I've seen so far offers these gourmet extras. And so we will be doing those as we yeah. go in the future. Cool. There's just so many options that I think we need to start with, like, the basics. Sure. Yeah. Then the other thing that HelloFresh offers is the extras. And so they offer, like, lunch sandwiches, salads, chicken breasts, Italian sausage, dessert options, avocados. I think that's sort of... Pretty much anything you... It's not like a grocery store, though. Well, is that their, isn't that their, like, uh, it, it seems to be what they're trying for is you can, you can feed yourself with just HelloFresh or is it that mean, not the case? Technically you probably could be expensive as hell, but my guess is that for people who are living in the city, they may only want to feed themselves at home. For three or four meals out of the week. Yeah. And otherwise, they may be eating out. And, you know, when you leave your building and you stop at the Starbucks at the bottom of, uh, on the ground floor, and you grab your coffee and your banana or a scone or whatever it is that you're eating, you know, so maybe those meals are filling up enough of their week that HelloFresh really would just fill this one extra little void. Whereas for people like us who, primarily eat at home and actually people like us right now during COVID the COVID pandemic is really like all the people yeah yeah we're eating at home a lot more than we used to be Mm -hmm. 
post-COVID world. Um, Yeah, I have to keep reminding myself of that because it's been so long in quarantine. Right. Like, we we went underground uh, March 9th. March 9th. And really, it was sort of before that. I was out sick from the job that I was at before even that. Yeah. So... And we started we getting like, sick on February, I think, 26th or 27th was when I started feeling sick. Yeah. Um, so each of the three meals, they come individually contained in uh, brown paper bags. Uh, under the brown paper bags is just like a cardboard sheet that uh, acts as a barrier for the two ice packs underneath. Uh, the two ice packs are sandwiching the proteins so the tilapia and the pork was what we had in the box today and other than that it was like really well packaged really neat um did you notice how each of the cat caster did you notice how each of the meals in the paper bags had different colored labels and they had like different textures like one had stripes and one was solid and one i can honestly say that i did not okay so i (laughs) I I think that this is just part of their like ability you know their internal process to make sure that the right meals get into the right boxes oh it's a fail safe yeah for the warehouse workers yeah it's like an internal process fail safe and i just thought that that was really cool um to sort of see like some of that yeah i don't know, I don't know why that's cool but also <laughs> if you work at HelloFresh, i'd love to talk to you so <laughs> the cool so behind the scenes biz look at HelloFresh. Juicingbananas at gmail.com <laughs> um so yes the um, the ice packs are technically recyclable you're supposed to drain them into the trash which sucks uh, rinse the bag and then recycle the plastic as number four plastic. So our area doesn't recycle number four. So the whole thing goes in the garbage because we don't want liquid in our trash container. Wait, so the liquid that you dump in the trash, like what is, what's the plan for that? The yeah. garbage man is just going to get soaked in HelloFresh ice pack. I'm ooze. sorry, but I like, used to empty trash at the park when I was fresh out of college and I was working my first job and I have been covered in trash liquid. It's not Ew. okay. Trash <laughs> juice. Hey, Ew. it's not okay. So Juicing I have like a, a major problem with putting liquid into the trash can, but that's the plan. And it's like a gel, I think, but it's not, it's not septic, uh, not septic. What's the right word? It's not plumbing safe. So you can't put it down the drain. So I actually found... Okay, folks, don't put your ice packs down the drain. That HelloFresh has... So HelloFresh is sort of the, like, Honda. And you know how there's Honda and Acura? They are two companies, but they're the same company. Mm -hmm. And Acura's nicer. And Honda's not as nice. And they basically make the same cars, except the Acura cars are more luxury cars and the Honda cars are not. HelloFresh is the Honda. Okay. And Green Chef is the Acura. So Green Chef is the 100% certified organic meals. They do not list prices on the front page. You have to subscribe in order to see prices. Okay. They're the luxury ones. They're the luxury item. 
and their ice packs are sink safe. So Green Chef has sink safe ice packs so they can be cut open, drained into the sink, and then the plastic can be drained can be recycled from yeah it seems to be a lot easier method of taking care of your waste later also just so convenient green chef appears to from the images on their website appears to still use the cardboard internal like that cardboard bag that used to come inside the hello fresh boxes so the way that it used to be is that hello fresh used to have this like corrugated cardboard bag and I know that that sounds weird but that's what it was that came inside the box and that was the thing that sort of insulated the entire box and kept it all like snug in there and cool instead of having like leaks at every corner of the box but now HelloFresh this time came with this like plastic foamy kind of batting type material Mm -hmm. and that um, is technically also recyclable at number one plastics which we do recycle I think in this area makes sense that we do Um, but cardboard of course just seems more like you can compost it so anyway Mm -hmm. sounds like green fresh is getting all the money on packaging green chef not green fresh Um, so let's hit the teriyaki Let's. pork luau bowls. Oh, I don't even want to talk oh about it. Oh my goodness. I just want to go eat more. Um, first impression. First impression. What was it for you? You know, I loved the picture. <laughs> it just looked like a satisfying meal. And um, let's just say the final product did not disappoint not in terms all. of look or um actual no true yeah totally flavor the first thing that i made a note on was wow flavor (laughs) wow flavor wow flavor okay it was like so flavorful that first Mm -hmm. bite was just it was lime and spice and pork and it was everything it was everything you wanted it to be yeah A, a little bit of foreshadowing for our final review but um yeah i couldn't agree more it had couldn't agree more that hot and cold so it had the pork and the onions and the green pepper were all like mixed together in this teriyaki sauce really hot like sizzling hot served Mm -hmm. over a hot bed of lime rice which also the lime rice is just to die for okay the lime rice is that's my favorite item and the item that like, I would be most likely to use in the future. Just, oh, like, so keeping easy. it up your sleeve. Yeah, yeah, super easy. That's definitely something that you can take into the future with you and, like, wow your in-laws with or wow your friends with at a barbecue. That's yeah. definitely one of those items. It's Another really pro tip. Good. Uh, try just <clears throat> rice with a little bit of ginger. Oh, my God. Like, cook Saute in there. Saute the ginger first and then make rice on top of it. Yeah, wow. so good. That's a HelloFresh thing. Yeah, the teriyaki pork bowl was everything I wanted it to be. Right. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. So let me finish. That hot on the bottom, and then it's topped with this cold, fresh salsa that you make. Yeah, and that's where the kiwi comes in. The kiwi comes in there, and then on top of that is this cold sour cream sauce. 
Yeah, it's and almost so, like a. It, it resembles like a what you put on a gyro, like oh, like a tzatziki. tzatziki. Yeah, yeah it, right. it looked it like that. It, it didn't that. really taste like that, but no, but it does. In fact, like a gyro, it has that hot and cold, and I really like that. Yeah, I liked that about it having that the different. The onion and green pepper was just like warm and hot. Yes, hot. And then you had that cold salsa right on top of it. So those first few bites are just really satisfying, having those that temperature change. Um, So the cook time was supposed to be 30 to 35 minutes, and it was almost exactly 31 or 32 minutes from the time we started. We grabbed the package out of the fridge and to when we were serving up and like dishing up. Right. Um, and, but that was with two people. So two people, two people cooking and prepping it Definitely. is going to take that long. If you're solo living in the studio in the city props, but it's going to take you a little bit longer than that. Right. Like I would have to hustle to make that. Right. By the way, speaking, you just made jogged my memory on this idea that having HelloFresh as a single person could be really convenient. Oh, because yeah. It, that, then you could order one box for two people for three meals, and that's every dinner that week. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, more likely just, like, having the dinner and then you have lunch for tomorrow. Anyway, it's... I. I think a single person, I don't think that you would get tired of the meals that are being served. You could space them out, but the leftovers that you would have would just be really good and could totally feed you. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. Uh, so while we were making it, it calls for a teaspoon of sugar that you add right at the very end. And in my head, I was like, why are we adding this? Like, why even make me get this out of the cupboard? Yeah, I am not one to just sprinkle some sugar into a savory meal no but it turns out that i'm pretty sure that it wouldn't have been sweet enough without it oh yeah a it teaspoon not totally a tablespoon a teaspoon of sugar yeah um so yeah that i was really impressed by that just because i think that when a teaspoon of anything can sort of make or break a meal that's pretty impressive that they like kind of nailed it you know yeah because it would have been good without it but it was really excellent with it i have one more thing yeah shoot so the kiwi that they sent because i cut the kiwi and while i was cutting it first of all it was like it must have been the smell but it was so like it was just making my mouth water so much like even talking about it the very first Mm. cut that i made on it it was making my mouth water almost to the point of like being not good you know how your mouth waters right before you vomit. Oh God! It was almost like that. You took because a left it was turn. So sour. I'm sorry. <laughs> there at the in end. There. I thought you were like really loving the kiwi, but okay. Then well, it wait. Hang in there. Sounds I like said. you. So uh, the mouth watering, it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> but the kiwi was so hard and sour, like it wasn't quite ripe. Mm-hmm. Right. But that almost made it limey. And so in the finished dish, it was really good. And I'm not sure if I would like it if the kiwi was soft and sweet. Because mm-hmm. in the finished product, it had it wasn't crunchy, but it had this like almost lime flavored thing. Yeah, it definitely brought a tang to the dish that 
otherwise. was really great. Oh, yeah. Just loved it. Really good. Um, yeah, also, those little crunchy kiwi seeds. I got that in just a couple of bites where I got these crunchy little kiwi seeds, and they were just delightful. So. Yeah. Um, so the pork teriyaki is sitting on the... In the, in the finished dish, the pork teriyaki is sitting on the bed of lime rice. Uh, on top of that, you got the salsa, the sauce. Um, I was really surprised at the ratio of rice to teriyaki stuff. Mm. Like teriyaki um, component. It would have been cheaper for them to send more rice and less pork. Yes, but yeah. I'm so glad that they didn't. No, and that, that's a huge thumbs up for me. Like, I, I feel like yeah. companies are always trying to skimp and, like, just kind of, like, cut the corners to penny pinch. But having, like, that much more of the teriyaki really bolstered my um, opinion of HelloFresh. And, right. And that's such a such a small thing, but I don't know. No, I think that's a great observation. I wonder if they, because there just wasn't that much rice to begin with, mm-hmm. and which is okay. I'm fine with that. I kind of wish there was more rice. I, that's what I was going to say. Would Do you wish that yeah. there was more rice? Yeah. I, I think that it would have been not only tasty, but appropriate for um, seconds. Or oh, right. Like, there was enough teriyaki pork and that veggie mix to have seconds of that yeah well like a third bowl because yeah. i had a bowl you had a bowl and the leftovers would have could, been like a third serving. definitely basically. definitely yeah. it was an extra serving yeah which is usually how these meals go for you and i yeah i think that yeah. maybe we're eating out of smaller bowls than <laughs> is typical or something go us right. go us So I had one spicy bite at the very end that was really good. Spicy. Spicy. I think it was the green. The dish didn't have a lot of spice. It didn't. It had almost no spice, which I thought was interesting for like a luau-type meal. Well, I don't think of luau and spice together. Do they? The only thing I know about luau's are the chips that come in the orange and purple bags. Mm. Some of those are spicy. Yeah, like poi and pork are not traditionally very spicy foods. You would know more about it than me. Uh, yeah, because I, I have been to Hawaii once in eighth of, grade. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know, your friend was is Hawaiian. And Shout out to Keikoa. Hello. Anyway, I think it could have used more spice. Because I got that one like kind of spicy bite, and it was so good. Mm. But the spice would have had to be really specific. You can't just like dump cayenne pepper in there. So HelloFresh chefs, get on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, is there anything that you would have done differently to the dish? Oh, are we doing our segment? Are you ready for it? Oh, boy. If you're not ready for it, that's okay. Yeah, I think we just kind of slid it in that's there. I was trying to slide uh, it in there. Um, I, it Did was you a great notice? job. What would what would you do? What would you do? What would you do? Isn't the that next that's a Nickelodeon thing, isn't it? 
Was that a show on Nickelodeon? I don't know. What 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 what, what, what would you do? I had really responsible parents. <laughs> oh boy, I was a latchkey <laughs> kid. Yeah, I was definitely watching the boob tube every night, every day, every day, not every day. day, every day in the summer. Um, yeah, I would definitely add spice. I would. You I would. would. I would. I would make it the caveat that um, I would not do a flavored spice because I think that this meal had so much, so much going on. It was really busy, but it was, it was well executed. Mm -hmm. And like the busy was just like really like the mouthfeel was just awesome. And uh, so I, I wouldn't add any flavor because I like that flavor so much on its own, but I would add like maybe cayenne just just to get the spice, not any of the like. Don't add sriracha to this. No, not unless I don't think you, you could add cayenne. No? I think it would have to be like maybe jalapeno. Like you would make the jalapeno into um, yeah the onions and green pepper. Sure. Also, this green pepper that we're talking about is not a green bell pepper. It was something else. No, it looked it like, like a, a poblano pepper. Yeah, but like a serrano or something like that. Yeah, but it was called long, on the recipe sheet. Long green pepper. That's <laughs> long green pepper. Called. Yeah. So. Um, but we're coming to our hour, so we let's are. let's do some uh, final thoughts. Well, I have a what would you do differently? Oh, what 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 what, what would you do? <laughs> I would drain the pork. And or not add butter to the finished teriyaki product. I wrote down the butter thing too. So, and and of course, I mean, so butter's my sister's favorite food. She also weighs like a hundred and zero pounds. And that's a non sequitur. But but. butter is her favorite food. She's always said that, like, I don't know, for a long time. And I had a cousin, like a little cousin that used to eat like butter like i think all little kids eat butter why do they do that that's so weird some people eat butter on their crackers like and i'm not talking like they brush it on oh that's so weird butter it on like you would put peanut butter on your cracker they put butter or like cheese they slice cold butter and they eat it like cheese okay listeners if if you're out there and you're a butter eater Please let us know. Like that is weird. Send I don't us know. A picture, maybe. You know what? You're gonna send us hate mail now because I said it was weird. But no, um, send us a picture of your like butter, your favorite butter. Uh, like, what do you call that? A, it's like a contraption to get butter into your mouth. Send us <laughs> however it is that you formulate your dietary needs into a meal with butter in it. Send us that. Oh boy, I am so confused on what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Uh, so less butter, less butter in the final. Less pork fat because the pork, like while it was cooking, it had a lot of fat come out of it, and I would drain that out probably. Oh. I just don't think it needed all of that. Yeah, because it was a really saucy finished product. The butter like, is a double-edged sword because I like that thickness that the teriyaki sauce had, and that is primarily due to the. A tablespoon of butter that you add pretty much near the end almost the last thing in the meal um but yeah i think that it could definitely be halved or mm. just 
done without. Right. If, yeah, if you're trying to cut calories, like, yeah, just leave that out. Right. And it'd still be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What What's your final rating? Full rating? You, you're Full ready for rating. It? Yeah. I want to, I'm I mean, on the edge of my seat five. right now. We're doing stars. We're doing stars for now, unless. Full rating for me. You think of something more creative. This was a, well, hang on. Let me think, let me think this through. This was a. This was a, this was a five-star rating for me. Four and a half, maybe? Four and a half. I'll do four and a half out of five. Okay. Four and a half. Because, and the only reason I'm doing four and a half is because of the kiwi. And the reason for that. The kiwi makes it. The reason is because not only the kiwi, but that long green pepper. There are those two ingredients that have to be gotten especially for the meal that are not ingredients that you or I or just generally people would just have on hand. Wait, why is that hurting the ranking? Because they were good products. Like, they sent us really good kiwi and really good pepper. So why would that be a hit? I don't know. (laughs) Just deep down, you're like, four and a half? Yeah. Okay. It was excellent. It was an excellent meal. It had excellent flavor. Great, like you said, great mouthfeel. It had great combination of textures. Things were, you know, we followed the directions to a T and everything was cooked exactly how it should have been. Yeah. And that's something we're going to try to keep doing uh, in future episodes is to make sure that we are being very consistent so that our rating and our review is accurate to what you should expect. Right. Um, and boy, I, I am so close with you on rating. I, uh, as a final wrap up, I would say the fullness factor I was full after one bowl. Uh, and I think that I that... I was so hungry today. Really? Yeah, okay. I was so hungry. Well, I'm still hungry. For right me, now. that was a big, like, bolster for totally. the point system. And you know what? I'm going to give it five. I'm going to give it a, a five-star meal. meal. And I'm hesitant to do that because I don't want to start the podcast with like right to make it sound like oh, we're pandering we're or but we'd never had this meal before and I was just really pleasantly surprised yeah and I would definitely get it again right and if this isn't a five-star meal I I don't know what will be uh, and so maybe this will change later if we have just so many good dishes mm-hmm. but I think right now, five stars. Way to go, HelloFresh. Way to go, HelloFresh. This was a really good one. This was a great meal. We happen to know that all of your meals are not this good every time. <laughs> they're, spoiler they're alert. Fine. Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. But this meal was extraordinary. Well, Megan. I think that's it. I yeah, this so much. I really had fun. Thank you for... Um, 
Thank you for joining us. Yeah. This was great. Episode one. It can only go up from here. Episode one. It's going to get better. Yes. The food is just going to keep on getting better. Oh, good. All right. Well, for Juicing Bananas, I'm Aubrey Stark. And I'm Megan Ortega. Now, here's a word from our sponsors. (laughs) Our pretend sponsors. Got a split. Later.